You know, Brittany, nothing gives me naked confidence like hitting the gym first thing in the morning. The rush, the endorphins, it just sets the tone for the entire day. Ooh, I like that. Naked confidence. Yeah. It's all about the perfect playlist for me. The right music can uplift my mood instantly. Mm, you know what a close second is for me? What's that? Not stinking. <laughs> That's why I use Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's like a secret weapon against odor powered by mandelic acid. Yeah, you're odor-free for up to 72 hours. I love how Lumi tackles every odor concern with natural ingredients, and I appreciate its versatility. I tried it everywhere, from pits to feet. It never disappoints. Plus, it's baking soda-free and pH balanced for safe use. And the fact that it's clinically proven to block odor all day, well, that's a game changer. Definitely. And with Lumi Starter Pack, new customers can get $5 off with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. It's a great deal for a fresh start. Don't miss out on feeling confident everywhere you go. Visit lumideodorant.com and use code TLC for a special discount. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Cheers to confidence with Lumi. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I don't know where she hired her lawyers. I feel like they're from Toys R Us. Like what, <laughs> what is happening with them? You're listening to the Laughing Couple Podcast with your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Join them weekly as they discuss topics such as relationships, kids, sex, parenting, all unfiltered and all with a healthy dose of laughter. Please welcome your hosts, Brittany and Ryan Ostafi. Hey, so we have Danielle. I'm going to botch it. Don't, don't tell me. Delalio? Delalio, yeah, you yes. did great. Yes. <laughs> oh, banked. And I literally just asked her and I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to screw this up. Um, it's going to be a very different interview we have today, but I'm like super stoked about it. Yeah. This is, we are not current event human beings. We have two kids, so <laughs> nothing's current. We're still, we're still living like eight years ago in our coolness. <laughs> that's not true. Speak no, that's yourself. not true. Yeah. But this is certainly not a platform where we talk about current events on a regular basis, but this event in particular is such a hot topic and when it came across our desk and the opportunity to speak with you directly about it, we thought, like, why would we not take advantage of this? Yeah. And what we're talking right now is is Johnny Depp, Amber Heard. Yes. Danielle, can you give us a little bit of a background about who you are, what you're doing, what you're about, and then we're going to... We're gonna get yeah, into yeah. Um, so I'm Danielle Delalio. Um, I have, a, I guess, a TikTok platform now. Um, I was working for the Walt Disney Company um, in 2020 when everything shut down. Right. Um, I had nothing to do, I guess, like the rest of the world. Um, so I spent my spare time looking at the Johnny Depp Amber Heard court documents. And it's so weird how life is because I actually went to school for journalism and criminology. I did a double major in that. Yeah. Um, and in starting looking at their court documents, I was bothering my friends and family with all of this useless information that no one's ever going to need about this couple that no one knows about. Yeah. And um, they were like, 
just like, stop talking to me. So I started talking about it on my TikTok. My TikTok originally was just going to be like, my Facebook is like just a bunch of compiled mm-hmm. memories, like my own personal life. And, um, it, you can still see, I've got like, I rescued a kitten, like just stupid stuff that I'd done for my friends that. Yeah. And, um, then as soon as I started talking about Johnny and Amber, I got about 17,000 followers. And then oddly enough, um, <laughs> I started talking, there was this girl I was swiping through one day and she said, what is a true crime that you think everyone should know about that mm-hmm. nobody does or something to that effect. And, um, I stitched her and I started talking about how, when I was young, um, I was born in Florida, but I've lived most of my life in Canada. Now I'm back in Florida. The world is weird. Yeah. Um, but when I was young, uh, this girl went missing about 20 minutes away from me. Her name was Maddie Clifton and she was about the same age as me. So it's kind of always sat with me just right. a very similar, like upbringing and everything. And she was found a week later underneath, um, her neighbor's bed, her 14 year old neighbor's bed. I literally watched your TikTok on this and I was like, I know your face. It is one of the most disturbing stories I have ever heard. Yeah, it's really messed up. It was very upsetting, especially as a young person yeah. growing up in the area. Cause of course her flyer was everywhere. Right. I saw her face everywhere. And then my mother told me, she was like, be careful of everyone around you because even your friends, they can hurt you. Like mm-hmm. this was the takeaway from that case. And then years later, I'm sitting at home on the couch watching true crime. And all of a sudden Josh pops up that 14 year old boy that killed her. Yeah. And he's now an adult and he wants out of prison. And I was shook and he's now claiming it's an I accident. Know. And I was like, it was not an accident. Cause if you look at the forensics, if you knew what was going on mm-hmm. at the time in the area, you knew that she was partially clothed. Like yeah. he'd been watching adult films in his room. Um, when he had committed the murder, he'd attacked her three separate times, each time putting her under the bed and thinking she was dead and then going back. And then he was so cold hearted. He went out searching for her with her, her mother and everything. And, and the fact that he's trying to get out of jail right now, it it boils my blood. So that's when I really got my following. Cause I started talking about that. I had about 500 um, K and so just started and that's the world is weird. Cause that's what I went to school for. Mm -hmm. And what's even weirder is I went to school for criminology because of Maddie. Right. Um, so it was really like full circle and then started dashing in Johnny and Amber every now and then. Cause that is my passion project. And no one really was caring. Actually. I was even losing followers when I would talk about Johnny and Amber at that point, which is fine. That was mm-hmm. just my passion project. I, I love talking about. And then it really came full circle this past like month. Um, I decided harebrained idea. I'd been thinking about it for the longest time, but just to go up to Virginia Mm -hmm. to sit in the courtroom, um, just because I've been researching it for so long. And so I, I did it and, um, started doing nightly recaps. And, uh, while I was in the courtroom with Johnny and Amber, I got my 1 million followers, which was just, it was so heartwarming. Cause that was kind of what I started mm-hmm. with. And it was just like really a full circle moment. But, um, I've been mainly talking about this case because I'm a domestic violence survivor. I've been in a horrible relationship like that. And I've been really disheartened by, I, I believed Amber in 2016 when all of her allegations came mm-hmm. out. Um, I didn't, watch Johnny anymore. I didn't, I had been a big Johnny Depp fan and I, I was like, no. And I, mm-hmm. I, it was one of those moments where you're like, I mean, I think we all had that between 20, like 16 and onwards where it was like really him. All that right. sucks with different actors and different, but you kind of like move on. They're just actors like whatever. But then when all the audio recordings came out in 2020, that's when I was like, oh, there's something more here. Mm-hmm. And it really upset me that she kind of utilized the me too movement, utilized 
victims' voices to kind of propel her own career when it seems like she's the abuser in the situation. And it's, it's been very disheartening. So it's been an interesting ride. I've, I've been able, fortunately, to stay in the courtroom with them for the past four weeks, um, listening to everything. And it's been wild to see people I've just read about, like their security guards, uh, all sorts of like people just get up on the stand and tell their side of the story. And I've read all their witness statements, but it's been wild to actually physically see mm-hmm. them. Interesting. So I've got a, I have a ton of questions about this because I find it very fascinating. But before we get into this, we, we do a segment called, I love you and you're annoying. Mm-hmm. We thought this was a really good opportunity because you are a TikToker, And as we all know, because you know, that's Brittany's passion as well. Little passion project as well as TikTok. Uh, the trolls in TikTok are through the roof. We want to ask you, we know you love TikTok. We know you love the community that you've built, but what is the, what is the most annoying thing about your platform? I'd say it's twofold. Cause I have almost two centers of like, um, content I create. So sure. with the Johnny Depp stuff, it's people calling me a misogynist. Mm-hmm. Um, that bothers me because it's like, I've been a domestic abuse right. survivor. So it's like, that's, it's not why I'm doing it. I'm not. And obviously my TikToks are a lot shorter than my podcast episodes for mm-hmm. Innocent Till Tipsy. So it's hard to get everything into context. And my, my, uh, I will say my recaps are a lot more short form than my old stuff on Johnny and Amber. I used to do like 40 part series on mm-hmm. there when they were just a minute long and try to smash everything together. So I could be like, here's all the evidence and here's right. what you need. And like, um, so that's the only, that's the thing I hate is like, once you reach a certain amount of followers, they, they start coming through your throat. And then for the true crime, I really hate, um, I, I love it so much, but I hate it. And it is good sometimes to be like, oh, I need to do more in that area. But I usually at the end of a true crime story, will try to mention a current missing person. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people are like, oh, you just tack them on there. And it's like, okay, but you guys don't watch if I make a minute or three minute long video about a current missing person. You do watch if I make an intriguing crime story and then you get to the end and and you see that person. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the frustrating thing. I wish they would watch like, this is a current missing person. And and every now and then there's that one video that blows up with a current missing person. But for the most part, they're like, scroll. Yeah, I know. know. (laughs) Like like that's the important one. It's sad, but it's like an ad. It is. Yeah. I obviously want to talk a lot about this, uh, Johnny Depp, Amber Heard situation. I am in, I am interested because when we were looking at it, I, and I, as a male, it's a very difficult thing for me to have this conversation because, um, I think we, in the last couple of years have really, you touch base on it when it comes to the me too movement, the me too movement really was this empowerment stand by women to say, you know, enough is enough. Mm -hmm. I have a voice. I'm going to share what's going on in the real world. Um, and then overlining or or overlapping the me too movement has been this new push for this cancel culture that we're talking about. And I find it very interesting. And I've always inherently looked at the me too movement. And I thought to myself, like, you have to take the side of the victim. Mm -hmm. Like you just have to, it's not always going to be like the person who's the victim isn't always going to be forthcoming Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just because they were a victim or an apparent victim. Doesn't mean the, the, the person who victimized them actually did that. Mm. And so we live in this society today that says you did X shame on you canceled. Mm -hmm. Well, if I didn't do X and I've been canceled, do I get it all back? No. No. 
that the whole world hates you. The whole world thinks, and it's ironic that you worked at Disney. Yeah. And a lot of this yeah. case, a lot of this case happens to do with, with Johnny Depp losing his essentially massive yeah. Disney contract with the Pirates of the Caribbean. So I'm interested as a, as a former um, victim of domestic disp- uh, uh, abuse um. and someone who is now diving into this, who's seeing that there is another side to the Me Too movement that's actually very dangerous in when you overlap the cancel culture if the victim is in fact lying what are your thoughts on this because if for me if i'm you i'm in i'm infuriated right now that someone would do this because it actually disempowers the voice of the victim mm-hmm. Guys, have you tried the new wellness shots from Good Vibes Juice? We have, and they're amazing. Perfect for boosting immunity and feeling great. Good Vibes Juice makes all natural wellness shots with ingredients that support your immune system. And they honestly taste good. Plus, they're great to have before you feel sick or even to help you recover faster. It's like having Granny's homemade remedy, but conveniently pre-made. They have three different shots to choose from, Sick Day, Get Well, and Turmeric Daily. The Sick Day shot has echinacea and ginger, known for fighting off colds and boosting immunity. The Get Well shots feature elderberry, a superfood ingredient that helps increase immunity, and the Turmeric Daily has turmeric and chamomile. My personal favorite is the Turmeric Daily. It has turmeric and chamomile, which for me, having recently turned 40, is great for anti-inflammatory and calming properties. What's great is that these shots are all natural with no preservatives or additives. You can take them as a shot or mix them with hot water for a soothing tea. And here's the best part. Visit goodvibeswithansjuice.com and use promo code TLC to get free shipping and 20% off your first order. That's www.goodvibesjuice.com with promo code TLC. Let's boost our immunity and feel great with Good Vibes Juice. Shout out to Claritin for providing samples and sponsoring this episode. Full disclosure, I was listening to you talk the other day and I was thinking to myself, why does he sound that way? And then I remembered that it's allergy season and that's just your voice because you're so stuffed up. Ah, yes, the old allergy congested accent. Luckily for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Oh, perfect. So I won't have to listen to you speak like this for the next few weeks. What? You're not into it? It's not uh, not endearing? No comment. Designed for serious allergy sufferers like Ryan. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. Claritin D tackles nasal congestion caused by allergies or a cold and also relieves sinus congestion and pressure due to allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. So convenient. Just ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. And remember, only use as directed. Hey, Ryan. Yes? You stink. Um, okay. I stink too, don't worry. Everyone actually stinks, and it's normal to have body odor, just in case you needed a reminder. Okay, thank you for that. But the best part is, you don't have to stink. (laughs) Just try Lumi whole body deodorant. You're right. And Lumi's powered by mandelic acid, tackling odor for 72 hours from pits, to feet, even private areas. It's incredible. Over 300,000 five-star reviews, and you can literally use it everywhere. And the scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or my personal favorite, toasted coconut, make it refreshing. 
Plus, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that's over 40% off. Stay confident from head to toe with Lumi. Try it with code TLC at lumideodorant.com. That's code TLC at L-U-M-E-D-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Stay fresh, everyone. A hundred percent. Yeah. That it was honestly like, so on, um, Thursday of last week, literally a week ago from when we're filming this now, Amber was on the stand and, and she was talking about some of the most horrific, horrific stuff. And meanwhile, I, I mean, I think a lot of people have realized even without researching the case, you can tell she's lying. Yeah. Um, but with research, I'm like, okay, that photo never went with that incident before. Mm-hmm. So why, like she used a photo from a May 21st incident for a December 15th incident. Like, and I was like, wow, we're just really like changing things up here. It's so detrimental to real victims of abuse. And that is, it's so frustrating. I hope at the end of all of this, it doesn't tarnish what the Me Too movement has worked Mm -hmm. so hard to have happen. I mean, with people like Harvey Weinstein and everything, of course we want to be like done canceled, like get out, like there's no place for you. And that's literally what Hollywood was built off of was this, uh, horrible, how do you say it? Like the power dynamic, you know, of like an abuse of power. And, um, so in one ways it's like, yes, you want to cancel those people immediately, but then also we're in the United States, innocent until proven guilty. That seems to be totally forgotten when it Mm -hmm. comes to these kinds of cases. And now we're dealing with something in the huge spotlight that is becoming detrimental to the me too movement. That's also detrimental to male victims of abuse. I I hope at the end of this, not only are women not as harmed by it as I am kind of already almost seeing in my TikTok comments with men already commenting and being like, well, that makes sense, you know, and it's Mm -hmm. just like so hurtful. Um, But I also hope that men are feeling more like Johnny Depp came forward. Okay. I can come forward. Like this has happened to me. And I think men often downplay their abuse. Like the fact that Johnny didn't think at first that like running away in his own home and hiding in bathrooms or having to literally leave one home. And thankfully he had, he he had his privilege. He can go to another home, his sweets are home, but she would even follow him to that home and like Mm -hmm. still continue her screaming at him and, and hitting him and everything else. And it's like, but I think with men, because there is, I want to say like imbalance of power or something when, when your wife hits you or when it's just not taken as seriously as when a man like full face slaps a woman. you know what I mean? Does that make sense? No, absolutely. We literally just talked about this because if any of the recordings came out of like, there's one specific recording of, of Amber, I think she's saying like, you know, we're, um, like a fair fight. The it's fair a, fight it's one, a fair yeah. fight. It's a fair fight. You know, like, yeah. um, and tell then the jury she and says judge. like, yes. Mm-hmm. And she says like, tell the world, Johnny, that you are a victim. Like, see if they'll believe you. Yep. If that recording was released and it was Johnny Depp saying mm-hmm. these things, there would be, I don't even feel like there'd be a trial. They'd be like, you're no. done. Hey, you're he'd, done. He'd be, yep. he'd, be, he'd be crucified. He would be. Yeah. And it's just wild. And it's very sad that it's not the same way. Like there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of sexist shit happening within this trial, but mm. it is so wildly. And I don't, it, it's embarrassing sometimes to hear. First of all, I don't know where she hired her lawyers. I feel like they're from <sighs> Toys R Us. Like what, what is happening with them? Um, and the one she, the one doesn't even say her name, right? Literally. She was like, Lauren, 
um, Laura Amber, Amber Heard. Heard. And then she was like, oh, I mean, Amber. Lo-. And everyone was like giddy. And I'm like, I have such secondhand embarrassment for you right now. It is so embarrassing. And then like the whole cutting off the finger, because that incident happened years ago. Right. But there is three different stories. Mm-hmm. Amber has changed her story three different times. Right. Like that's yep. what she said. So at least three different times. How yeah. is this mm-hmm. not like, okay, well you're like, you're done. Like you're lying. Yeah. I don't understand why there has been so many chances given. Like, yeah, are you I, just not ripping your hair out when you're, in I know. Here? So it's really hard. What I have a really hard time with the, the three stories that is beyond me, especially since like I made a video on my TikTok recently about it because so many people were like, well, he chopped off his own finger. Oh, I am a hunt. There may be some gray areas in this, but I am a hundred percent sure that Amber tossed a vodka bottle yes. at that man. It hit his hand on the marble and the tip of yeah. his right middle finger came completely off hundred percent believe yes. that because he has never changed his story. She can't even get dates. Right. Mm-hmm. She says it happened by smashing a phone into a wall. She says it happened by him punching a yeah. wall, but I don't know how that would work. And then she also said that it happened by, Oh, she, he just did it while she was asleep and she came downstairs and she didn't see it at all. So then like, it's just the way it has morphed. Yeah. And now I noticed in court the other day, it seemed to be a mixture of, he was smashing a phone, but also, I don't know exactly how it ha- like, and that's where, yeah, it's, um, it's very out of hand. Um, but her, her lawyers are just a treat. I, I believe that Elaine Brederhoft is, uh, the most, the best, uh, lawyer that Johnny Depp has on his team currently, mm-hmm. <laughs> even though it's, she's not even on his team. She says some wild stuff yes. in, in the courtroom. It's just been absolutely mind boggling. And now I'm like totally off track. What was your main question? No, again? no, I'm no, sorry. no. I just, I wanted to speak about that because I couldn't, um, Miles had said, I had saw something, um, when you, to just roll back a bit about pictures, like, I think there was something about him and it was dated. And then she would go and say, well, this, this happened on this date. And they were like, no, like this is the hospital record. It was on like May 8th. Yeah, they weren't even 8th. there yet or something mm-hmm. like in Australia. I don't know. I'm just, I can't believe all of the chances the mm-hmm. justice system is continuing to give somebody who literally lies like my toddler. Like yeah. it's so evident when she's lying. It, it Are reminds you, but me but of my toddler. You're under oath. But that's what I don't understand. That's it. So I, we looked this up. My mom and I looked this up actually, because we were like, why? So she is being investigated for perjury in Australia right now, just by the way, from sneaking the dogs in back in like 2015, 2016. I'd have to look at my notes. Um, But she is still being investigated for that, but it's, it's extremely hard to prove perjury. And this is not a criminal case. So it wouldn't be seen as like that serious to them to like pursue. And it would be a lot of like tax dollars to pursue and everything else. Um, but I just remembered like to my point of like you, you would ask me like the question and, um, I was going to touch on the only thing her lawyers seem to keep bringing into to the court is yes, he was a drug addict, alcoholic. We're very much aware. Yes. I grew up with a drug addict, alcoholic. I know how abusive that situation can mm-hmm. get, um, depending on the person, not everyone re- reacts to stuff the same way. However, um, they always bring up his text messages and I do definitely want to preface some of his text messages were horrific, like Mm -hmm. her body in the back of a Honda civic that, but they don't bring up the context of it. Yeah. And that's always kind of what drives me bonkers sitting in the courtroom, because I know that Isaac Baruch, he had texted that to his friend, Isaac Baruch. He was telling Isaac that we're going to have to move out of our condos, the condos that I am paying for that I loved. Like he Mm -hmm. says, like my life is, it was so perfect. And then, excuse me, she ruined it. And 
you know, I just felt, I wish her body, I think he said to the effect was found in the back of a Honda civic and it's horrible, Yeah. but how, what have we all said in our private messages oh that are just sure. to our best friends? Like, yes, that's horrible, but it's, it's not the same as like, we were talking about the recordings and her saying, I was, I was hitting you. I wasn't punching you, Johnny. You're not punched. Like that's yeah. where it's like, okay. Different. She's admitting to physical abuse. Right. And <laughs> like, then she that's... pretty much calls him out on his manliness, manliness to say, okay, yeah, you've been in a lot of fights and you know the difference mm-hmm. between being hit versus being punched. Okay, mm-hmm. whatever. In the courtroom or in the in the research that you've done, has there been any evidence to support that Johnny Depp was physically violent? So the only thing that's come up so far has been a headbutting incident. And I was actually, we're talking about that on our podcast um, next week, I believe. Um it's the December 15th incident, which she's now changing photos for. Um, so Amber has claimed that Johnny reared up and like headbutted her full in the face, broke her nose. She says her nose is broken. Mind you, the only one with hospital records from their entire mm-hmm. marriage is Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. Um, but she says he reared back full face, hit her in the face with his head, um, and then continued his assault on her. Um, he admitted in audio recordings, um, something to the fact of headbutting her. Now it's, this is very, he said, she said this point, um, he says that he was doing it to placate her, which everyone has testified so far. Mind you, these are mostly Johnny's witnesses. So we'll see as Amber's witnesses come forward the next like couple of weeks, what is said about that. Mm -hmm. Um, but everyone has kind of backed up the fact that everyone in Amber's life tries their best to placate her. Even her mother's text messages between her and Johnny, it shows she's like, please don't tell Amber. I talked to you about this. Please don't like, it's very much, everyone's Mm -hmm. just trying to make Amber happy. So he said they were at the end of their marriage. She had mentioned it and he just didn't want to start a fight at that point. Mm -hmm. What he says happened was she was hitting him in the back of the head. He even demonstrated it in court a couple of weeks ago when he was running from her. And finally he whirled around and grabbed both her arms and was holding her like steady Mm -hmm. and telling her to like calm down. And she wouldn't, and their heads hit each other. Then he says that, um, he like left, he was able to leave the room somehow. I'd have to look, we will be going through this, like the actual court documents when I'm talking about on my podcast, I'm just speaking for my brain, but they'd left each other, both parted ways. And he came into the room later and she was sitting on the couch with a Kleenex to her nose. And she was like, Oh, good job, Johnny. You broke my nose. Like good, good job. And he, of course, he says he went into the placate mode when said, Oh, I'm so sorry. Is your nose? Okay. Mm -hmm. Like whatever. And sat by her. He said, he then waited and she went to the bathroom, their own bathroom, and then left. And, and so he went into the bathroom and grabbed the Kleenex up. And he says there was nail polish, red nail polish on the Kleenex. Wow. What we see on TikTok and what we see on Instagram are all these like one minute little clips. You're there for the whole case. Mm-hmm. You get to see it all. Is what we're seeing a really good reflection of what's happening in the courtroom? Or is it a really good story that's being told a pro Johnny story? Like, and before you answer that, can you also touch on the uh, moment that Amber heard was like, it looks like she's posing for the, did that actually happen? Like, please God, tell me like. So that was weird. So I was in court that day and she had like held her nose in like such a weird way. A lot of people, I, well, this is what, so that's my suspicions, but I mean, it sounds, that sounds too crazy, but a lot of people, so you don't see her take the Kleenex from the box. It was apparently in her sleeves that day. But I mean, is she bumping cocaine on the stand? Some people have said maybe it's Vicks to try to make herself cry because she's up there. She's not crying. Mm -hmm. She's making her sobbing faces. She's not crying. But that was a really weird 
She's doing I don't that know. sad clown face. It looks like she's like po- posing for the camera to get mm-hmm. this shot where she she's like, I am, I'm the victim here. Like it just looks so derived, but we all know social media. And again, oh, like we're just giving these but, highlight but reels. But is it, is it actually playing out the way that we're seeing it? Yeah, well, mind you, she did just buy that new PR team, and the PR guy did ask the court. We've see, we saw it. They asked the court um, photographer to yeah. focus more on her mm-hmm. and not on as much on Johnny because he was focusing too much on John. Anyways, her new but, PR team is. Uh, well, there's been some accusations about him that I've been asked to go into, but I don't want to because I don't want to do what happened to Johnny to someone else. Sure. So, I mean, like until I have some like solid proof mm-hmm. of things, I don't want to be like, oh, he's accused of this, this, yeah, and this. Yeah. But to the point of like, is the courtroom as crazy as it? It's for the most part. So since this has gotten some traction, um, we've had a lot of fans come in and everything. And I heard some girls behind me. Um, this is would have been like a week or two ago. Um, and they, the ACLU guy was on the stand, Terrence Doherty, and he was dropping bombs left, right, and center about the donations she hasn't donated and all. And he didn't want to drop these bombs. That was the fun part, but he's under oath. So he right. was actually being truthful. Um, and then talking about yeah the offense to, to amber heard and whitney but um to, but also dropping bombs about um how uh the op-ed was about johnny and that they tried to cut him out of like every part but obviously it wasn't completely caught yeah. that. that's why we're in court now and these girls behind me they go oh my god this is so boring and i was like Oh my God. Is it though? I guess if you don't know the case, it is. Meanwhile, us Johnny Depp people were like holding hands. We were like, oh my yeah. God, he could win this because it's a defamation trial. So we've been on edge about whether he should have even pursued right. this at all. Right. So we we're like, he could like actually win this if it's proof that it's about him. Um, but yeah, I think to the normal folk, for the most part, it's pretty boring. I think they are picking out mm-hmm. some of the more highlighted bits. I will say when Johnny and Amber are on the stand, it's much more of an animated courtroom. Yeah. Um, but what I did find interesting comparing the two of them, when Johnny was on the stand, you saw a lot more court reaction, a lot more people laughing, crying, reacting to his story. Mm-hmm. Um, with he is Amber a better on, actor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> um, but with Amber on the stand, no one, I haven't seen one tear shed in the audience and no one, the reaction has been like a, an exasperated yeah. sigh as yeah. we've gone through different incidents that don't make any sense. Like which, when she got up to talk about the Hicksville incident, which is where she claimed Johnny grabbed one of her friend's arms uh, because her friend got too handsy with her, was jealous. They went back to a trailer where they were staying and he threw a fit and trashed the trailer. He did trash the trailer. That's that. But um, she says he assaulted her as well and cavity searched her for cocaine. Mm. Um, she said she never has done cocaine before in her life. And I was sitting there in shock because we had just heard from her nurse, Erin Borum, who not only had she hadn't testified about her cocaine addiction, but it was in her nurse's notes that right. Amber is a known alcoholic and cocaine like she's addicted yeah so i was like girlfriend <laughs> like if we're gonna lie about things like let's be better make sure the lie is golden here and then her talking about how she would never do mdma again with johnny but meanwhile after the fact of her saying she would have never done mdma again with him she had because there's voice recording of her telling one of johnny's head of security saying no jerry i wasn't doing cocaine i was doing ecstasy like and she starts listing off the hallucinogens like all of uh, it was just it's so wild to me 
Now, there, yeah, there's, a, there's a new thing that I just heard. Maybe it's not new into the court case, but can we talk about the richest man in the world and James Franco? What? Well, the, well Elon. Elon Musk and oh, James oh, yeah, Franco. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My understanding is while she was with Johnny Depp, she was yeah. having an affair on him with those two individuals. Yeah, she was. Yeah, so what we know so far, so from my research, Elon and her met on the set of Machete Kills, which would have been in 2012, because both of them were in that film together. Um, I, But she says they didn't meet until after at a Met Gala or something, whatever. But as early as March 2015, which was the same month that Johnny lost part of his finger in Australia, mm -hmm. she was sneaking him into their penthouses because there are... Um, the penthouse concierge have gone on record testified to having to get Elon Musk into Johnny Depp's penthouses late in the wow. evening and him staying the night. And then James Franco was being brought into court because that week that Johnny, so the week of their like divorce, their split, um, Johnny, his mother had died on the 20th. Then on the 21st, he went back to the Eastern Columbia building to grab his things. He had already called Amber and told her he wanted a divorce. I always like to preface this when talking about this case. If you're in an abusive relationship, please do not tell the other partner right. that you are leaving. The, it's just, just, it's never safe. Um, he goes up to grab his things and talk with her. As he's talking with her, she alleges that he took her cell phone, wound up like a baseball pitcher and threw it into her face. And then that's where that iconic bruise yes. is. The bruise is disappearing forever mm -hmm. in that week. It's there. It's not there. It's morphing. So that's why James is going to be called into court because he is seen on the elevator going up during that week while Johnny is not there to mm -hmm. the penthouses, which if, I mean, that if that's when the so-called affair started, like whatever, I mean, their relationship was basically done, um, but he was going to be called to testify as to whether the bruise right. was there or not, but they have known each other since the pineapple express. Johnny was concerned about her with him. Um, there was a movie they had done. He had voiced some of his concerns and text messages and everything about them hanging out alone, things like that. She had always said that James Franco was, I don't know what, if I can say how, how terrible is your we, podcast? No, we're good. You're good. You can okay. say whatever you want. <laughs> is it as bad as mine? <laughs> we don't often filter anything. So you should awesome. be fine. So James Franco was supposedly rapey to her, which honestly lines up because there's a lot of underage people who have come out about James yeah. Franco contacting them on social media. Um, so she said she never would have had anything to do with him, but apparently she would have. So yeah. wow, yeah. that's wild. Okay, I have, I have one more thing that I want to speak about before we uh, wrap this up, um, because I think it's because I don't know the ins and outs, and I don't know if you can shed some light on this, but recently. Um, Amber was testifying and she brings up the Kate Moss incident and you see that iconic video and Johnny's lawyers are like, yes, can you explain maybe to the yeah, listeners why, they get so excited. why that is such a good thing? Yes. So I'm so excited about this. <laughs> um, so uh, Kate Moss um, and Johnny had this like, I guess you could call it tumultuous for the tabloids relationship in the nineties, right? Mm -hmm. Together. They were a very iconic couple. Um, they did have one blow up fight, which was documented in the tabloids years ago. Basically what happened was, I guess they'd had an argument of sorts, but while Kate was in a completely other room, Johnny trashed the living room area, um, trashed a couch 
ended up having to pay an absorbent amount of fees. But when the police were called, it was loud enough for the police to be called. When they were called, he answered the door. Everyone was calm. Kate was sitting smoking a cigarette um, on the destroyed couch. And um, he said that an, an angry armadillo had gotten in and destroyed yes the hotel his iconic sense of humor weirdness um so they arrested him he was um booked for criminal mischief and then he he ended up not ending up with those charges i guess he had paid off the hotel for whatever they needed for Mm -hmm. damages but um she talked about how she had heard a rumor about kate moss being thrown on the stairs since johnny and amber did excuse me um since johnny and kate's relationship has ended both of them have talked about being completely heartbroken that they had ended. They seem like they're on extremely good terms. They've Mm -hmm. both spoken about each other at different parts of their lives. I'll be interested to see if now that Amber has allowed old relationships in, now we can talk about her domestic violence charge from Mm -hmm. when she was with her ex-wife, Tasha, um, because she was charged with domestic um, violence after slapping her in a Seattle, I believe, airport um, in 2009. Um, they'll be able to, um, talk about Kate, possibly bring Kate in as a witness Mm -hmm. or at least get a statement from her to use in court against Amber. But this also means something for Amber's side too. There is a woman named Ellen. I can't remember her last name. She's an actress that worked with Johnny during fear and loathing of Las Vegas. Johnny has always said that he was doing like a friends with benefits thing with her. It wasn't Mm -hmm. like a serious relationship. She wanted a serious relationship when he broke it off. She said that things had gotten violent between them. He'd thrown like a decanter or something, which seems on brand with what Amber was saying. Mm -hmm. So, but then in the United Kingdom, when she was asked to testify about it, she let it slip that it was actually an argument he had had with other people that they were working with that were in the same room as them. And he'd thrown something at the wall at that point in time. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't about her. It was about something else. Right. Is so it'll just be interesting to see what gets brought into court after this. Cause she's now opened the door to past relationships. So we can bring in his past and her yeah. past. I didn't realize that that was like a, like a, a rule. Essentially, if you're bringing up somebody else's past, then it allows, and it's, it's justified to open up the other person as well. Like you're just like, okay, we can pull all, if she didn't do that, you wouldn't be able to like enter or you couldn't have them as witnesses. Like that would be a no go. So from what I understand with this case, I'm not big into like the legal side of things on this, but from what I understand, they couldn't talk about Kate. They couldn't talk about Taja. It was all hearsay. But Mm -hmm. now that she has brought it in, they're like, awesome. Let's go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So my understanding is from a defamation of character standpoint, and maybe you can describe this to us a little bit better, but my understanding of it is, is she has said something to about Johnny Depp in the public that is inaccurate and it has affected his livelihood. Yeah. It's an article. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. How is that not proven? He lost millions, hundreds of millions of dollars due to mm-hmm. endorsements and movie rights uh, for something that we're now clearly seeing isn't accurate. Like where, where does like when you said, yes, he can win this case, where was this not in doubt to begin with? So I was, I was in doubt over it just because they're two public figures. It's hard because people can say kind of whatever they want. Defamation cases are hard for like you or I to win. Mm-hmm. Um, so for someone, you know, of the stature of Johnny, he was one of the most famous people in the world before all of this started. Mm-hmm. Um, I was concerned, especially after he lost his libel trial with a tabloid, mind you, it was a tabloid. I mean, they can say whatever. I was just a little concerned about where this was going to go. Um, but I also think with her being his wife, 
that has a little bit more or ex-wife now, but that has a little bit more pull to it with her first person being like, this is what happened. Now, mind you, how Amber's lawyers are arguing it is she never said his name, but Mm -hmm. how Johnny's lawyers are arguing it is she didn't need to. Mm -hmm. She said two years ago, she became a figure for domestic violence sold what happened two years before the article was published Mm -hmm. her divorce from Johnny Depp where she was paraded. And this was wild to me too, as you look into it, that famous photo of her leaving the court, the courthouse with that bruise on her face. Um, She had, there was the UK judge pulled this out too. He said, why did you walk out the front door? Yeah. And who called the paparazzi? Because there, nobody knew she was going to file this TRO, this um, this uh, temporary restraining order. Nobody knew that that day. Someone would have had to have called. Mm-hmm. And why did she walk out the front door? And to that point, this entire time, Amber's lawyers have been trying to talk about how hard Amber worked to try to cover her bruises. They showed that Milani compact that wasn't released until 2017, until after the divorce and everything. They also talked about the Amica cream, which Elaine meant was Arnica cream, which mm-hmm. is a cream that helps bruises heal quicker. Yeah. So they talked about how hard she worked to hide all of these. But then that day, she didn't hide that one at all. Like it's very, it's very PR it's mm-hmm. very purposeful. And if you look at it as hard as I've looked at it, you know, that her lawyers had actually delivered a letter to Johnny before she walked into that courthouse that day with a list of demands, a Range Rover, three of his five penthouses. Was he supposed to be her neighbor? Was she going to be okay with him being her neighbor after he'd abused her? But apparently she was. So he was going to, she was going to three of his five penthouses, a sizable monthly fee for him. Um, And to get back to them before the 27th, or they would go public with abuse allegations. That's an extortion letter in my mind, but yeah. And then he went the next day and filed for divorce himself. So can you um, just let everybody know what your podcast is and then uh, take your handle so that people can look into you more? Yes. Yeah. So if I haven't turned you off yet, um, my <laughs> podcast is Innocent Till Tipsy. I sit down weekly. It's a true crime podcast. I sit down weekly with my friend Max um, and we open a bottle of wine and we talk true crime. We usually try to have a cause at the end. Lately, it has been all Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. So I apologize, but we do have old old episodes about all sorts of things. If you want to give it a, a listen um, and we release every Wednesday. And then my TikTok is my last name, first initial, which is a nightmare, Delalio D. <laughs> Or you can look me up at Spirit of Danny, and Danny is spelled with an I. <laughs> Perfect. We'll tag you in the in the uh, awesome. the bio too. If anything positive is coming out of this, is it's giving men a courage. voice mm-hmm. and the courage to come out and say, you know what, I'm being abused by my my partner. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so, if anything good comes of it, I think that's it, yeah. because there are a lot of men, believe it or not, that are being abused right now that sure. do not talk about it because it is embarrassing. Yeah. Because to Amber Heard's point. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck telling yeah. the world that you're getting beaten up by your little wife. That's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. sad. That's yeah. sad. Anyway, thank you sad. so much. So, yeah, for thank you so much. Us. This is so cool. What a great opportunity for us to have this conversation. Thanks so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thank you. you. Have a good day. Have a wonderful day. everyone. I'm Emily Beerley. And I'm Jennifer Chaikin. And we're licensed marriage and family therapists, owners of the therapy group, and hosts of the Shrink Chicks podcast. 
Every week, we bring you a new episode where we dive into therapeutic topics like inner child work, dating anxiety, family dynamics, relationships, and burnout. Making them more relatable and understandable, leaving the psycho babble behind. We address the things you've been dying to ask your therapist but don't know how. And work to help you stop shooting all over yourself with the expectations society can put on us. Tune in every Monday to Shrink Chicks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow along and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Prepare to learn all about you because in order to grow yourself, you got to know yourself. Yourself.